Let's get something straight, copycat. You, Alf, ain't gonna push me, Alf, around. Meow? You mean we don't have to fight with each other? But how do I know I can trust you? You was born different. Yeah. I almost made a clawful mistake. But how do I know you're not gonna pull a fast one on me? Meow? You're right. We do have a lot in common. The same earth, the same air, the same sky. Meow. Maybe if we start looking at what's the same instead of always looking at what's different. Well, who knows? Crystal hat on. Um, Jeans. Shirt on. Not on. Pants shirt on. on. Sword of the spirit in its hilt. We are both wearing shirts and pants, right? Because we I'm aren't always. Shorts. It's not a I'm given. I'm wearing shorts and shirts. Okay, I, I'm also wearing shorts and shirts. Okay, I, see, I was struggling with whether or not I should put on my crystal hat backwards, but I kind of like it no. forwards because then, then you can see it. You can see yeah, the logo. Yeah, can you, can you see mine? Yeah, I can see yours. You can't really see mine, I guess, because the screen La- is... Last, last old crook. All right, welcome to Purely Nostalgia. It's the podcast that we did, and we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready now. Crystal hat on, pants on, shirt on. Okay. With your WWJD bracelet Brace- on. Yeah, I am wearing that, and I'm still waiting for my WWJBD bracelet. This is... What Wait, Jenny... JBD? What would Jimmy Buffett? Jesus... Oh, Jimmy Buffett. It's a direct do. quote oh, okay. from Alan Jackson in the song "It's Five O'clock Somewhere." Hey, welcome to Purely Nostalgia. It's the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they're actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I'm the greatest good you're ever gonna get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the Fr- the, the French the French call les compétents. There we go. Uh, I and... was trying to. Th- I was thinking so hard. I was like, I always say might call, uh-huh. and but it's not. It's not a question. It's it's direct. No, it's, it's what sure. they do call. They they, they definitely call me. when they, they see you. They me. know oh. that you are not competent. There's no, no question. I am not mind. competent. Um, and we have a couple of quick announcements that we just need to get through right here at the start of the episode. Um, yeah, now that we've got you. Okay, so number one, I think. I think we need to go ahead and say this. Our podcast is anime now. Um, we mm-hmm. got the call last night. We are in anime. We got that certification. We got that cer- certificate on our wall, and we're happy to start this journey. Where were you when you got the call um, saying that we were anime? I was actually um, laying in bed watching Naruto. Um, wow. How apropos. How? Yeah, it was very appropriate. And uh, yeah, where, where were you? <laughs> Wait, did you just say appropriate? Yeah, I mean it was intentional. I was being silly and goofy and random. Oh, okay, uh, that was funny. Like friends. <laughs> um, what was? Yeah, what was I doing? Um, I was. You, you know how? Um, you you know how I'm into fitness. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's my thing. Um. Running, lifting, and squatting—all, all the, all the things that really kind of define me as a human being. Um, and I went on my normal run mm-hmm. um, across a field, and 
I, I was running. Were your arms up. stretched out behind you like they an anime character? Out, absolutely behind my back. Yeah, they, my arms didn't move, and I was at a 45-degree angle running through this field. Um, and then and then I got the call. Actually, it wasn't a call. It was like a, um, a bird came and delivered a letter to me. Oh, you got a oh you got a bird message. Yeah, I got bird. I got um, <laughs> hey kids. Turns hat around. I got tweeted. <laughs> A so, tweet. Al- <laughs> along with us um, now officially being anime, which is a long time coming. Well, um, what do you think is going to change about our show now that we are anime? I don't want our viewers, <laughs> our listeners to get like upset about the changes that are going to inevitably happen. I think they're all going to be good changes, but of course, we want um, people I mean, to be and prepared. I mean, change is important and um, adaptability is key. So as long as long as they are able to adapt with us. Um, I don't necessarily see any negative fallout from uh, this important and, I'll be honest, painful transition that we're going through. Uh, I've never been animated before, but it's not as comfortable as the brochures made it sound like. Right. It is going to hurt a little bit for us, not for our listeners. I think they're going to like it for the most part. Um, Oh, yeah. But basically, the the message that I got, or the the phone call, said that since we're covering our second source material today that's based on an anime, and this one's directly based on the anime Mm -hmm. of Pokemon itself, they said, you are legally now an anime. So what that's going to mean for our show is um, probably... Probably about the same amount of fight scenes as we normally have, but they're going to be way longer. Like they may stretch out for twenty episodes at a time, um, with a lot of flashbacks yeah. thrown in. Mm-hmm. So a lot more shouting, a, a lot, lot more shouting. Yeah, um, our eyes have grown. Our eyes have grown, and our and our and now when our mouths move, our chins don't move. <laughs> like <you laughs> our know? mouths just move in place. Yeah, our mouths mm-hmm. move in place, but our chin doesn't go down, which is one of the things that Clint mentioned is a little bit painful, but hopefully that right. won't come through over the microphone. Yeah, like kind of like um, Jacob Marley in A Christmas Carol. I'm sorry, uh, what? We have we have to have our jaws, you know, wrapped up in a blanket. Oh yeah, so, so that we can be trained that they don't move. Mm-hmm. You know, his fell apart, which was disgusting and gross, Lewis Carroll. But um, ours, it's not Lewis Carroll, uh, <laughs> Charles Dickens. Yeah. But, um, yeah, ours thing. are just, you know, being trained at this point. Right, and um, they they have not um, gone through the flattening procedure with us yet to make us flat like anime characters. Yeah. Um, that is in about two weeks. They, they're going to freaking just put us in a under a bunk bed and, and like, have <laughs> yeah. a really big fat guy lay on the bunk bed above us. It's going to fall on us and crush us flat Stanley style. They said it now, won't break any bones, but I don't y- know about that. You may that. be thinking, that does not sound efficient. But are You're, you the expert? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you have an anime certification on your wall of your podcasting mm-hmm. house? So along with now um, on the census being classified as an anime, mm-hmm. um, we we are also Beach Boys. We are Beach Boys. We are not the Beach Boys because that Correct. is banned. We are, we are Beach Boys. Just Beach Boys. Um, one word, I believe. Beach Yeah. But, Beach and, Boys, and there's a little um a little number sign like one of those little tic tac toe signs in front of Beach Boys. You mean for a pound? Reason. So we're a hashtag Beach sign. Boys. Ha- hashed, that's what a hashtag is. Okay, 
So now yes. we're hashtag Beach Boys. Um, I have not been physically to the beach yet this summer, but you have. Tell me, tell me about that trip, Clint. That's that's correct. I went to New Smyrna Beach for about. Wait, 12 you went to New days. Smyrna? That's where I, I go, go every Smyrna. year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, we went to New we, Smyrna. We really are co beach boys. We are. I didn't know that New Smyrna was like the shark attack capital of the United it States. It is. It's the most ca- shark attacks, um, at least in America, I think maybe in the world, like as far as public wow. beaches go. But a, cool. a shark attack is is like, it's counted as a shark attack if the shark touches you. So <laughs> if oh, a shark really? brushes up against your leg, that's a shark attack, according to so lifeguards. A, a shark encounter yes. is a shark attack. Basically. Cool. If physical but, contact yeah. is made. Anyway, go on. I was at New Smyrna, and um, it was fun. That was my first time there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, if you ever see a picture of me, view, viewers and listeners, um, I'm not the tannest. I'm mm-hmm. a very pale fella. He's I'm a, a pale boy. fella, uh, and I knew I would get sunburned. I didn't, but something else happened with my skin. Oh no! <laughs> I got a terrible rash on my hands and feet. What on your hands and feet? Yes, on the tops of my hands and the tops of my feet, I got a terrible, terrible rash. From the sun? Uh, the, I don't know, just from a something. And oh. it, it 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 got so bad that it looked like leprosy. It looked like my skin was like falling apart. It was mm. very, it was gross. I'm not going to lie. Is it still there um, at all? Can you hold it up to the camera for me? I'd like to see that. Yeah, I mean, skin. you can see some scars on it, but um, it's it's pretty well gone away. I hate um, it. <laughs> Get it away from yeah, me. The irritation's pretty well gone away, um, but my wife enjoyed it, which is great. And <laughs> wait, uh, she enjoyed your rash? Well, no, <laughs> she did because uh, I didn't have to touch her. Okay, but um, yeah, That's she fair. enjoyed the beach. She yeah. is um, tanner than I am, mm-hmm. much tanner than I am. We look like an interracial couple now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, when we went to the beach, um, she put on my crystal hat and I did some poses. We took some poses, and she's an influencer now. Yeah, a crystal influencer, and I say that because the CEO himself of Crystal liked her picture, and now I gotta fight him for honor. <laughs> so our our Crystal relationship is over now because Clint has to fight their CEO. It it sucks that that's the rules. Um. But that's just kind of how it is. My wife was in a swimsuit, and he liked the picture, so now I got to kick his. <laughs> uh. I can't wait to see it. Maybe we could live stream it for our podcast feed. That would be such a good to? like arc for our podcast. It was is like the rise and fall of our crystal sponsorship it ends with you literally fighting their CEO for her honor, and then I become CEO. <laughs> He's like wiping the blood away from his mouth, and he's like, "You pass." <laughs> like, yes, and he is now your new uh, first-hand person. I, no, first I, I absorb his life man. force. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for that to happen. I'm, um, I'm not a beach boy in the sense that I've been to the beach physically yet, but I've decided that this year I'm going to live my life. Um, this summer as if I'm at the beach every single day. So I um, am trying to be a beach boy all the time. I have some Hawaiian shirts. Um, I'm trying to wear brightly colored backwards hats. I have a little pink hat with a crab on it that I like to wear. um, And that makes me feel like I'm at the beach. 
I have not succeeded in getting tan yet because that means you have to go <laughs> outside of your apartment, which I am not good at. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm getting there, and I will be going to the beach later this year, and you will hear more Beach Boy Adventures, and I will take my crystal hat, and I will wear it on the beach. And if anybody likes it, likes a picture of me wearing my crystal hat on the beach, if my shirt is off, you will also have to fight them because I'm Correct. your co-host That's of, right. of your yeah. podcast. So. You're, you're my podcast spouse, mm-hmm. so sorry, Mom and Dad. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get that, um, the not tan part. And I understand it's hard for you because you are on the bottom floor. And I understand, if I'm not mistaken, you did lobby um, to have like a an open skylight put in. Yes. I, but I it did. would just have to go through like three other people's apartments. And they're working on it. It's actually five other people. They're working on it now. Oh. We've only gotten through to the top three floors. So we've still got mm. two more apartments that we need to now it's not a very big skylight it's about the it's a little hole about the diameter of a pencil so we're just basically (laughs) the process for me getting this skylight put in has been me knocking on all of my upstairs neighbors doors and saying is it cool if i poke a pencil through (laughs) your ceiling and also the floor and if they say yes which the first three have with some convincing um, then i have to like it's quite a process i have to Poke the ceiling yeah, hole first. Measure. Yeah. Right. It's got to it's got to all line up. What I've and done is just kind of p- hang a weight on a string and hold it up um, from the mm-hmm. pencil hole after I poke that one first, and uh, and then wherever that touches the ground, that's where I poke the bottom hole too. Yeah, and you can always use mirrors. Mm-hmm. So you know if it's not exactly lined up, you've got mirrors. Don't worry, we have the technology. Yeah. So. And I have had to use mirrors for the first two, um, the sixth and fifth floors, um, Mm -hmm. because I didn't get it lined up just right. So I did have to install a really big mirror in their apartment. And I'm having to pay them, um, those two tenants, about $100 a month just to keep those mirrors in there. But I think it's all going to be worth it because I would like to get some sun without having to actually step outside my door. Yeah, you just got to lay like, it's got to be like a light bright how they do it. Yeah. You know, on you, it's just going to go piece by piece of you getting darker and darker. Yeah. Little, little it's going to look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah. You know, splatter tan. It's going to be right above my bed so that I can sleep naked with no covers on. And every <laughs> night I move a little bit to the left or right to like tan a different little speck on my body. Yeah. It's going to be tough, but I think it can be done. It's going to look like freckles for a while. And then, <laughs> you know, in June, when your entire shoulders tan, mm-hmm. uh, you're starting with your head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So whenever you have like face to shoulder tan, people are gonna be like, "I don't know what he's doing, but it's working for him." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna like it for sure. So that's how I'm being a beach boy. Clint's actually going to the beach to be a beach boy, but I'm going Correct. more the more the the skylight route, which is. Um, it's a process, but you know, it's it's just as much about the journey as about the destination, mm-hmm. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Exactly. So we're Beach Boys, we're in anime now, we're influencers. Do we cover all of the all the housekeeping all the stuff? Changes? Yeah. I think that I think that the house is cleaned at the moment. Okay. Um Yeah. Well, we're talking about a movie called Pokemon Colon the first movie <laughs> Dash the Mewtwo Strikes Back. Did I get the punctuation right? 
Well, no, let's no, no. look it up because <laughs> okay. I, I want to jump on this because this title is a, do- a doozy and a half. Actually, according to Wikipedia, which I'm not sure if this is the definitive source, but it says Pokemon colon the first movie colon Mewtwo Strikes Back, which they did not go the Mission Impossible route of including a dash in there. But IMDb well, says on the IMDb second one's a dash. So a dash. So, okay. Yeah. That seems like yeah. the right um, the right move. So let, let's go with that. What a title. <laughs> <laughs> what a title. Let's unpack that title really quick. So, um, Pokemon, Strike. I'm familiar with that. <laughs> yeah. The first movie. Okay. Cool. So, Thanks for it's letting the us second know. one. It's not the second one. So, we know. It's not the second. Awesome. Uh, um, now it says Mewtwo now Strikes Back. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Mewtwo. The dash Mewtwo Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Um, the syntax of this implies that Mewtwo's been here before. Right. He's seeking vengeance. <laughs> I mean,. It, in the Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, the first one is about the Empire sort of getting struck against. <laughs> so mm-hmm. then the next one is called They Strike Back, and that makes sense because they are striking back. This would imply that there's a previous movie where Mewtwo gets struck and he strikes back, but they've already told us this is the first movie, so I'm just <laughs> confused. <laughs> I guess if if it's the same version that we watched, you know, you had the the intro where Mewtwo was like a science experiment, mm-hmm. and then he like escapes, and I guess everything after that was his striking back. Yeah, I think so. But but that's a, that's a stretch. Yeah, no. Mewtwo strikes. I think is the correct way to put it. If they wanted to kind of contain the whole story, it should say Mewtwo is struck against, comma, and then he strikes back. And then he strikes back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that probably would have been the um, the appropriate way. But yeah, that's a that's a doozy that's a doozy title. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we wanted to talk about this movie this week because in our last episode we talked about the film Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which is the greatest film ever made. Um, it's not really, but I think it's my number five for the year so far, maybe or Bold. four. I know. It, it, What's it, your number one? My number one is beach bum oh i really am a beach boy Whoa. dude you need how, to see beach bum it's so good oh it's so funny uh, where does endgame fall in this endgame is like six or seven i believe wow um, yeah i know that i'm gonna get some flack for putting detective pikachu above endgame and oh, you will <laughs> from you no i mean i respect the choice yeah. um it, it probably that's Pulling yeah, that's probably now. about right, though, honestly. Um, okay, so yeah, Detective Pikachu is my number four, followed by High Life, followed by, um, which stars the Batman himself, um, and then followed by Endgame, the Avengers one. <laughs> uh, yeah, which also had a colon. Endgame, uh, or Avengers colon, colon the colon. 23rd movie dash Endgame. Is it 23rd? It might be 22nd. Thanos Strikes Back. Yeah, Thanos Strikes Back. Um, but yeah, for this for this go around, we are talking about the 1998 G-rated film Pokemon Colon to the polls. The first <laughs> Pokemon Colon go to the polls. The first movie dash Seattle strikes back. <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. Uh, this movie is an anime like our podcast is, and the Pokemon Detective Pikachu is not an anime um, like it's our podcast livey. is. It's a live. It's a talkie. It's a talkie. It's um, a skin movie. It's a skin movie. Not for the most part. <laughs> Have we 
used the term skin movies before on our show because yeah, we need we refer to. to them as skin films before when we were you okay. know talking about the dichotomy of animation versus yeah, yeah, live yeah. action. Okay, so skin films. Um, this is not a skin but, film; it's yeah, a paper film. That's canon. They drew pictures on paper and they took a bunch of pictures of the pictures and they put them together, moved them real fast, and that is what makes an animation. Um, you can add the word shun. <laughs> if you take the word anime and you add shun to it, that makes it American. So correct. Um, but this is an anime, and then they did a dub of it where English-speaking people did their voices, and that makes it an animation. But it is still also an anime. So that's it's just taken some, from an anime. That's just some anime movie. science for y'all. Um, yeah, <laughs> free of charge. But yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about the first impressions that, or I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Do we want to talk about the history or first impressions? Well, what's your personal experience with this movie? Because, uh, yeah, you go first. So I am not exaggerating when I say um, that I have seen this movie probably more than any other movie in history. Really? Okay. Yeah. I have seen it a lot. And I think the last time I watched it was maybe like a few years ago, up okay. until, you know, our most recent viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a kid, man, oh, man. I used to watch this a lot because it was something that I never saw it in theaters. Um, what, I'm not even sure if it was released in theaters. I would it think was. It, I think yeah. I remember seeing trailers for it as a kid and okay. being like, that's a sin movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, we can't watch this. Take yeah. me home. But uh, I, I just remember like for long car rides or just at home or whatever, this was something that both my sister and I could agree upon watching for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, that or The Wizard of Oz. And... I I had seen this movie so, so, so many times. I know that, you know, talking back to our most recent episode, I think Pokemon was more prevalent in my young adult life than it was for yours. Yes. Um, and this was, well, this was something that... My childhood, my young adult life, right. it's been pretty pre- prevalent. But okay, fine. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah, Up yeah, until yeah, like middle school, it wasn't really a thing for me. Okay, but... In my childhood and young adult life, this mm-hmm. this movie was my jam. So okay. I've, no lie, probably seen it like 150 times. Gotcha. That is so many times. Um, I have seen this movie, I was going to say zero, but I'm going to say half a time. Because I definitely, okay. there were parts of this movie that I had seen before. And I'm not sure when or where. Um, so after the most recent viewing or during it, you're like, oh, I've seen this before. Right. Um, <clears throat> I So I watched it really in, in full for the first time a few days ago. Um, and I had, I'd had i seen the show a lot. Did you watch the show that much? We may have oh, talked yeah. about this in the last episode. Cause, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I, I did watch it. Um, I remember it coming on before school. Okay. So, uh, you know, they were like short 15-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember like waking up and while my mom or dad was making breakfast, I'd sit in front of the TV um, while I was like putting on my clothes or something and, uh, you know, watch Pokemon. So, yeah, I think my, my parents moved past the whole Pokemon is Satan worship thing pretty quickly. And so by the time I was in like fourth or fifth grade, really, I kind of <laughs> I actually remember having an interaction where I like got I started to sense that maybe my mom was not as opposed to Pokemon as she had been. And so I turned it on the TV when I knew she was home and she walked in and was like, what are you watching? And I went. Um, it's Pokemon just to kind of like test the waters. And she was just like, huh, 
like walked out uninterested. I was like, yes, I guess it's cool now. It's a test. Yes. And so from that point on. So uh, it was like Pokemon overload at yes. that point. Like I have so much catching up to do. I watched a lot of Pokemon just really whenever I could find it on TV. And then they, when they put it on Netflix a few years ago, I watched mm-hmm. all of, um, is it Indigo League? Is that what they call it? Uh, it's the first season. I yeah, know that yeah. much. I think so, it is Indigo League. Yeah, I watched all of that, and I mean, I would not really say that it's a good show, but but I, no, it's either. fun to watch. Um, it is. It's fun. It's fun Saturday morning cartoon, and it's um, sweet. It <laughs> Ash is. and Pikachu, it, they have a sweet little relationship. I can remember my junior year of college was whenever they first released um, the entire first season on Netflix, which it's still on there, mm-hmm. um, and. I, this was the first year that I had rented an apartment that I was paying for it on my own, well, uh-huh. with roommates. But um, the first Saturday I was there, I remember I woke up, was like, I want some cereal, and mm. so I drove to Walgreens and got Pops cereal, nice, and some milk, and mm. came back and ate Pop cereal and watched po- watched all of Pokemon, watched all of the, the Pokemon's. Wait, you watched it all at once? Yeah, I've been so it, much. It is. Um, it was a lot of Pokemon, but I was just so content, and I was like, I can do anything that I want. Yeah, uh, you know, I have the freedom, I have the power, and I used my freedom and power of adulthood to go and buy pops and milk and watch Pokemon. Nice for like twelve hours. Mad respect to you for that. Um, Mad props, my dude. So I, yes, so I had seen the show a lot. I had not seen the movie until now, um, and you've seen it many times, so this is a fun little um, contrast here. So do we want to get into our first impressions of the movie? Yeah, for um, sure. So um, I know that we uh, we talked earlier when we were first conceiving this podcast about our how we share our opinions with each other and uh, how we should not tell each other our opinions yeah we've I been very that, inconsistent with that correct and i think it's going to sway the opposite way from now on just for you know yeah. flow of the show sake so every once in a while it may be fun to be like hey let's let's keep it quiet until we're on mic but um mm-hmm. i don't think we're going to do that every episode so we right. i i know um, pretty much what you think about this movie <laughs> but i'd right, like for you right. to tell the listeners so uh, once this movie started um again it starts in a very dark way um mm-hmm. this movie was heavy at the beginning <laughs> uh, not gonna lie it was very very heavy well uh, can i just say before you go on we were we were watching it at roughly the same time but i think i was like yeah. 20 minutes ahead of you and so it does start really heavy and you texted me like this movie is heavy but i was about 20 minutes ahead when it becomes extremely not heavy for a little bit and i was like is it though just wait buddy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, i mean that going. was all i had seen and I honestly couldn't remember, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what had happened. But uh, my first impressions of it, the fir- all of it up until, like, the last 30 minutes, I was mm. all in, man. Mm. I was 100% down for it. Um, but but then there were some things at, at the very end um, <clears throat> where I think the moral points that they were trying to push were a little too on the nose for me. Um, yeah. And that, that kind of turned me off. But um, most of it, Man, I was, I was all in. What about you? Um, I enjoyed this movie on some levels, and I am glad that I watched it. I do not. Good. I think it was an interesting attempt at a Pokemon movie. Um, they're really trying to tackle some big moral questions. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like kind of 
Jurassic Park type questions mm-hmm. that they're dealing with. Um, similar to Jurassic Park in a lot of ways, really, but except except the Velociraptors are sentient. The, the, and the Velociraptors they question their existence, right? Um, and I just think I don't know. I don't think a Pokemon movie. I don't think Pokemon colon the first movie should have tried to tackle those big of questions. Um, maybe on Pokemon colon the seventh movie they could give that a shot, but mm-hmm. it just it's. I think the whole thing is kind of a mess, um, but. Also, I enjoyed some things about it. I don't know. There's like yeah. a whole middle section where it's just like them kind of chilling. Um, yeah. When it when it finally cuts to Ash, like for the first 15 minutes, we don't see Ash and his friends. And then it mm-hmm. cuts to them and they're kind of chilling. And it's like, what even is this movie? Like, I, I couldn't understand what was going on. Um, I think what people remember about it the most is like the final battle scenes. And Yeah, I think so. That that that's primarily the uh, thesis statement that people take away from this movie. Um, but yeah, some of the some of the themes that they're dealing with is like loss, uh, creation, yeah, exist, uh, you know, general existence at large, and also like the idea of Pokemon battling. Is it okay? The more and yeah, <laughs> the more moral uh, question of like creating life. Like what are the right. boundaries of science when it comes to morality? I don't know that. And when you when you look at the show that this movie is based on, it it's like, yeah, it doesn't. This show has not gotten to a point where we can try to tackle these questions in a in a ninety minute kids movie. Right. It was a tight movie. I will say that it is a tight movie. It's not too long, which is a good thing. Correct. It could have dragged on very long. Um, there were some things that I wish could have been explained a little bit more. Can't really think of the specifics, but I remember leaving, um, you know, wanting to hear a little bit more about, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like even like, what is Mew? <laughs> what yeah. what is he? Um, why is he so powerful? It He's just a little looks pink like he boy. Makes, he it just looks like he makes bubbles. That's it. <laughs> why yeah. is he so powerful? I um, really enjoyed watching Mew and Mewtwo battle. That was very cool, too. and I would love to see that in live action. Yeah. For for sure. Um, so one of my main notes that I took away from this was I remember I, I'll read it verbatim because uh, okay. it's pretty short. It says Mewtwo equals Antichrist question <laughs> mark, and that was a question that came up in my in my mind. I can see that because I, I there think was some religious imagery here. Mew is sort of a, a god figure, and then like he is sort of a false creation <laughs> from from god or or jesus or whatever you want to call Mew, right yeah yeah i could see that 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 may be a little bit of a stretch but Mm -hmm. um that was one of the first uh thoughts i had it seemed very and the fact that like people were semi-worshipping Mewtwo Mm -hmm. in a sense mainly out of curiosity was just kind of i don't know it was a little weird to me it was very heavy yeah um, that it, would be like in Jurassic Park if they like worship the dinosaurs, and we're not that far away from that happening with these Correct. dinosaur movies they keep making. We could have a man. I would love mm-hmm. for the dinosaurs to start talking in the next Jurassic World movie. That would be kind of sweet. Actually. Have you seen? Have you seen in? Um, I think it's Jurassic Park three, um, two or three. There's a scene where Doctor Alan Grant is on a plane and he falls asleep, and um, he's having a dream. And he, oh, he, in the dream, he wakes up 
and he looks around and there's nobody in the plane. And then he looks over at his side and there's a velociraptor sitting next to him. And it goes, Alan. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> if that, that must be in three because I don't remember that. I think, and I've seen three, but it has been too long. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, no, yeah, two is with Jeff Goldblum. Three, yeah. Um, Jurassic Park would be a good episode for this show. Oh, I, I agree. It's in my top five. It's a good movie. Um, but we, anyway, we're never going to be able to because they're going to be making like Kirby movies next year. And, like, yeah, true. We're just Crash Bandicoot like, live action. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot meets Die Hard the movie. But um, so let, let, let's talk to numbers here. Let's talk okay. to numbers. Um, what was your, I'm going to guess your rating for it. I have not looked at your letterbox. Oh, okay. Um, I will say that. So I'm going to say this is a five for you. Ooh, it's not that. Do you want me to say what it is now before I guess yours? Yeah. What is it? It's a four. Oh, wow. Okay. I feel like there is like a big gap between four and five in my uh, opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difference between halfway there and the, and the movie is more bad than good. So correct. Um, good, good. That's the good synopsis of that. I don't know, work. but w- when I'm th- when I'm looking in terms of like letterbox scores, which is out of five, I think the gap for me mm-hmm. is between two and a half and three. Because if I Fair like enough. a movie but don't really care that much and probably never care to see it again, I'll give it a three. But if I give a movie two and a half or lower, that pretty much means I did not like You're, the movie. Like I have an active dead. dislike for it. You know. Right, right. So, anyway, nobody asked for that. Um, should I guess yours? Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to guess uh, six. You got it, my man. <laughs> I had seen your Lightbox review. <laughs> oh, have you? Okay. I just did the guessing for the fans. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, edit this part out. But, yeah, yeah, a six. Um, again, I think, uh, and this is the reason that this show exists, um, I think nostalgia really, really helped with it, yeah. uh, with my enjoyment factor. And I had it probably none. added a point and a half. I did certainly have a lot of nostalgia for it though, because of my connection to the show. And it's so weird in retrospect that I never watched this movie. I guess it makes you sense. Didn't watch it. Yeah, I just it seems like as much as I watched the show, it seems like I would have gotten around to it eventually. But the show never yeah. just came on Cartoon Network or whatever. So I guess that's why. Um. Um. So, so ten thousand foot view of this movie. Yeah. Let's so, if do we can, one of those. yeah, if we can just kind of center ourselves with this movie. Do you think so, we could get Mewtwo to pick us up and uh, fly us up in the air so we could get a better view? I don't trust the Antichrist, <laughs> and so I'm gonna I'm gonna ride a Pidgeotto. Okay. Um, um, if, if that's okay with you. That's fine. I'm just gonna climb a really tall ladder okay, because okay. I don't trust any Pokemon. Because fair, honestly, fair how enough. do I know that it's not one of the Pokemon that Mewtwo created, and they are bad Pokemon? I think oh, they've got little birthmarks on them. Oh, okay, but you know they could put some concealer on it and hide that. So I'm just gonna climb this ladder. You okay, go ahead on your Pidgeotto up there, and I will meet you up there in a second. So ten thousand foot view of this movie. Um, it, it it opens up with a science experiment. And the science experiment is YouTube, or <laughs> YouTube is YouTube. <laughs> the science experiment is let's drop this album into everybody's iTunes library and see how much they hate the band YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but the science experiment is Mewtwo, and um, 
he is being created because a scientist um, is wanting to bring back his dead daughter. And I guess Mewtwo is there to help, I suppose, right? Um, mm. That's not really explained. Um, but he is part of a cloning process, and they're trying to perfect cloning. Very nice. Um, to bring mm. the human in. And uh, it goes wrong. Mewtwo becomes too smart and breaks out and kills all the people. Um, you never see from them again. They are dead. They are gone. Um, yes. They seem like they would be very important in the movie, but no, they are dead, gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see our favorite buddy, Ash. Uh, he's someplace with his with his friends, you know, just chilling, having a picnic. They have a, a couple of battles with this pirate-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, Team Rocket shows up. They're just wanting to get Pikachu and you know all that stuff. Um, and then and then we see a mysterious figure. He's he's controlling the weather, and then he sends a letter to Ash to be recruited and come to his palace in his stadium because he's supposedly the world's most powerful Pokemon trainer. Um, but then we find out Ash, he's been saying that to everybody, which is kind of funny. He's just saying that to everybody. But um, yeah. So there's a big storm, and about four, what is it, four people, including Ash, uh, make the, make their way to the castle, and apparently the storm was all a test. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out the, uh, the, the, uh, the most powerful Pokemon trainer is Mewtwo, uh, mm-hmm. because he is, he is one in the same, uh, but he's also really powerful. He's the Avatar. Um, he is the Avatar and he's the fully Antichrist. fully Pokemon, fully human. Correct. Uh, but his entire goal is to destroy mankind and destroy all Pokemon, current Pokemon in the process, and replace them all with clones because he himself is a clone and he views clones as more powerful than the regulars that already exist. So this movie's also us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, he, he doesn't. It is us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Us is just the ways, Pokemon is. movie. Correct. Uh, yeah, this did precede us, but uh, yeah, he he sees that humanity, which he resented and hated before, is not a bad thing, and then he just gets all his Pokemon and they fly away, and then that's the end. And the reason he decides humans are good is because Ash sacrifices himself for Pikachu, Correct. right? He yeah. gets like turned to stone somehow or something. I didn't really yeah, understand what was going on there. He's caught in the blast between Mew and Mewtwo's powers. Yeah. And then I guess how that affects humans is they turn into stone and then all the Pokemon cry on top of him and he's resurrected. <laughs> um okay, yeah. So that's the movie. Um normally when I am watching these movies for the show, I take notes. Um, mm-hmm. just for points that I want to talk about. And I took fewer notes than normal. I think I was kind of tired when I was watching this movie. And so for this, uh, just to kind of jumpstart our discussion, if it's okay with you, I would like to just read my notes verbatim to you. Go ahead. Because Go it ahead. won't take long. Okay. The first, it says Pokemon colon the first movie dash Mewtwo Strikes Back. That's the title of the movie. That's how I know what notes I'm looking at. So Cool. cool. Um, Thank you for that. Okay. Very nice. First note. It says, Mewtwo got some thighs. Okay. And then it says, Robocop Mewtwo, Daddy Likey. I think that's when he had that cool robo suit. So, yeah, there's like a whole story where he goes and works for a guy who like makes him a Robocop suit. Giovanni. Yeah. And he like gets revenge on that guy. And it's like, that could have been the whole movie, honestly. That would have been cool. That would have been awesome. 
So Robocop Mewtwo Daddy Likey. Um, and then I said, wow, this version of the theme song is Doo-Doo Butter. Um, mm-hmm. So they had like an alternate version of the theme song. It was Doo-Doo Butter. Um, Very Doo-Doo. Uh, and then I said, I think Pokemon is better in theory than in practice, just in general, which like <laughs> I'm not like looking back on that. I'm not sure if that really is how I feel because Detective Pikachu, I really, really loved. Yeah. And that's Pokemon which in, in practice. Which in theory does not sound very good, but in practice is far better. Yes. It, yeah, that's very true, I would say. Um, and But I don't know. I, th- I think the idea there was like, the, like when you think about Pokemon Go, describing Pokemon Go to someone, that sounds awesome. And then I got yeah, tired it of it real quick. Except you like still play that game, don't you? <laughs> I check it every now and then. That's awesome. I respect that. It's so, just a habit. Uh, I'm almost done with my notes. Then I said two Psyducks okay. slapping each other. I didn't have anything to say about that. I just wrote that down <laughs> so that I didn't okay. forget it. That's fair. Uh, and then very cool of Mewtwo to erase everyone's memories of all the bad stuff he did. He really has learned his lesson. Because so <laughs> the movie ends with him like deciding, oh, I'm going to let humans live. But then like he's done these horrible crimes and he just erases it from everyone's memory so he can get away with it, I guess. I mm-hmm. feel like he hasn't really grown as a character. But he's a good guy no. in Detective Pikachu, so I guess he has. Correct. Um, which, yeah, is supposed to precede this. Um, I he, Here's my notes I'll read through. Precede? It's supposed to succeed this. No, the, Mewtwo, this, the movie we were talking about now, precedes okay, Detective gotcha. Pikachu. Yeah. 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 But uh, here's my notes. Um, obligatory bad guy name equals Giovanni. Um, I mean, that is a cool name. Yeah, very true. Bad guy. But uh, Mewtwo equals Antichrist. Uh, who was that mysterious m- Russian woman who was describing the storm? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't we know never either. hear from her. Uh, I love the way Staryu talks. Yeah. Because he just goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I like that. Um when the Pokemon came out of the tank slime thing, it was very gross. Yes, that was very uh, gross. It was, it was nasty. Are you talking about um, the ones that Mewtwo made that had the yeah. weird birthmarks on them? Mm-hmm, and there's like... Yeah, yeah. And like, as they're crawling out of the tank, it was icky. Um, the, uh, the, the song, Cause You're My Brother, that was playing <laughs> when all the Pokemon fighting was, <laughs> was very weird. That song was so strange. It does not fit at all. Um, yeah, that was a little strange. Um, a little, a little on the nose for the moral points that they were trying to make. Um, here's an actual quote from Meowth that I wrote down. How's am I supposed to trust yous when you was born different? What? Yous mean we don't got a fight? Yeah, I guess we do got a lot in common. So <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it was when he was talking to his clone. Lesson so, learned. Uh, Pokemon's cured racism, I guess, and xenophobia. Um, <laughs> it's that's like how VeggieTales learns their lessons. Right, exactly. Uh, the Pikachu slap fight was very sad because real Pikachu refused to fight, and he just kept getting slapped. It was really sad. It was sad because he was just like, you could tell when the clone was just like getting over it. He's like, I'm tired of fighting, and the real Pikachu is like, just keep it coming. I know you just got to get it out, man. And then they hugged, and it was sad. It was very sad. I love Pikachu, and I would die for him just like Ash. Uh-huh. And um, let's see. I I said, hey, 
they did a good job with the emotional like stillness of Ash being quote unquote dead. I thought that was good. What do you mean by emotional stillness? Like it, there wasn't. It was just like everyone kind of paused, yeah. and then it was just like an intimate moment with Ash and Pikachu, and I was all for that. Yeah, that was. It was sad. It was it, sad. It was sad. But guess what? He doesn't stay dead. Yeah, and uh, he's also a cartoon. He's, so if we're if we're looking cartoon. to get into the nitty gritty of why I why my feelings are invalid, he's, let's start there. He's already gone all the way through the anim- animeification process that we have he's just lost started. His humanity. Yeah, he's already got the well, bunk bed fall on him and everything. Correct. Correct. So, um, yeah. This movie deals with with a lot. Um, it, yes, it's there's kind of like three chunks of the movie. The first part mm-hmm. is Mewtwo's little story at the beginning, which was my favorite story. part um, by far. I would say um, yeah. the whole part before we ever see Ash and his friends. Uh, I really like when they show him like baby Mewtwo in the tank, and he's hanging out with his Pokemon friends. And then what's the girl's name? Uh, Amber. Amber two. Yeah, and I'm Amber, too. The professor dude had a daughter who died, and he's trying to resurrect her. He and has so, harnessed her life energy. Yes, and so they are. he's like hanging out with them in this dream world, and then they all start disappearing. In the disappearing. sunken place. Yes, in the sunken place. Uh, they all start disappearing as they die. This is the second episode where you have made a comparison between a Pokemon movie and a Jordan Peele movie. <laughs> It holds. It tracks, my dude. You said that the last one was Get Out, and you said that this was us. This is us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is us. Um. So yeah, I I liked that segment a lot. And then when he is with Giovanni and is becoming RoboCop Mewtwo, I wish that that had been the whole movie. But that looked the most anime out of all of them. Mm, yeah. I mean, at po- every moment, Pokemon is not really your typical anime. I'm not really sure why that is, but it's like. I don't know. I think it because it's become so yeah ensconced in American culture that it definitely leans that direction in a lot of ways. It's become so Wisconsin American culture. Correct. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh. The one thing that I definitely laughed at was when the 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 spirits were starting to die in the spirit world. Um. They yeah. went away, which means that their clones were disintegrating, and um. Amber's spirit went away. Her the the reaction from the dad was super chill. <laughs> he just went Amber like Amber. that, super quiet and super chill. Well, it uh, wasn't Amber. Was really it a, was Amber too. So correct. So it wasn't really matter. But uh, yeah, whenever her life force uh, disappeared forever, and she either went to heaven or hell, I'm not really sure. We don't really probably know. hell because she's in the Pokemon. But <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah, um, uh, it was, that was. I got a kick out of that. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the movie. And then the whole <laughs> middle section before they get to the island with Mewtwo, I hated <laughs> it. Which that is probably the most like the the TV like show. The TV show, yeah. Um, but it's just it could have been an episode of the show. Like their little shenanigans that they're up to while they're hanging out before mm-hmm. the plot of the movie really starts it's like why are they even bothering with this but then once they well, get to the island it's interesting the things they're trying but it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't really work i think that the reason that they had that you know vignette to use that word mm-hmm. uh in a cool way 
um, is because... Wait, hold on. Our, I, our ratings just went up because you used the word vignette. <laughs> yeah. Did you say... Okay. Uh, but, you, you said uh, vignette, and now vignette, we are a yeah. film podcast. I guess, yeah, now we're intellectuals. Yeah. But uh, I, I think... Whoa, the I just grew a mustache, done. and my beard is gone, but I still have a mustache. I just grew a pipe out of my mouth and a monocle. Whoa. I think I think I'm developing wrong. <laughs> but uh, the reason I believe I believe it was placed in was to kind of remind the audience at large that like, hey, this is what you're here to see. This is Pokemon. Now that we got you, let's get into the real stuff. Right. Let's get into our big Jurassic Park ideas. Mm-hmm. Um so um much like the uh the SpongeBob movie, the uh, David Hasselhoff one, mm-hmm. um, which is how I'm classifying it yeah. as David Hasselhoff's movie. Um, this was supposed to be the end of Pokemon. Mm. This was this was the cutoff. Okay. Um, but then they found out, hey, wait a minute, we can make money off of this. Let's keep this going, and it still goes to this day. It was supposed to be the end of the the show. Yeah, the well, show okay. is supposed to gotcha. end at this point, um, which. I think that may be the reason why they had such heavy moral talking points that they were trying to get through because they're like, we got a lot to wrap up. We want to say something. Let's get it out now. Yeah. Um, And I think maybe the fact that we have such a long backlog after this that we can think back to, I think it kind of makes those points moot in this movie. Yeah. Well, I I never watched much of the show um, like – Really, this was 1998, right? Correct. So right I, before Gen two. I guess I did watch p- plenty of episodes that were after this. Yeah. But but the ones that I have the strongest memories of are the ones that I rewatched a few years ago, which were all Indigo mm-hmm. League. So, um, yeah. which were was all before this. So those are the ones that I like have the strongest connection with. After right. after Brock and Misty, it's like I don't really care anymore. Are there kids that are like still super into watching the show? I just don't hear about it anymore. I know that you work with middle schoolers, so yeah, this may be they a don't good talk about project it. for you. Because <laughs> I, because I would like try to relate to middle schoolers by talking about <laughs> Detective Pikachu and how pumped you I like was for Pokemon. it, and they're like, "That looks dumb." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, uh, let's change directions here." <laughs> yeah. Um, how about uh, Mortal Engines? <laughs> hey, that's like, a good yeah. movie. Um. Well, okay, so as I was scrolling through the Wikipedia page for this movie just now, um, I came across a section that says, and here's the title of the section, Burger King toy-related deaths. Oh, so okay. I feel like Here's it is my responsibility to just kind of read this section on mic, and we'll see if this is good podcasting content. So here we go. <clears throat> Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Burger King released toys with the purchase of any kid's meal to tie in with the movie. On December 11th, 1999, 13-month-old Kira Murphy of North Carolina suffocated to death while playing with one of the Pokemon Pokeball containers in her crib. This is not funny. This is sad. Her That's not what Wikipedia <laughs> says. That is what I say. Her two older <laughs> sisters watched helplessly. Their mother, no. who was... this who was in the shower at the time arrived on the scene to find half of the toy stuck. Uh, I don't want to read this anymore. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. Keep, keep going. This is funny. Um, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit and just see like how many of these 
toys actually killed children. Um, so on December 28, 1999, Burger King issued a recall of the toys. Adults were urged to discard or return both pieces of the toy. If the toys, if the pieces were returned, the customer would be given a small order of French fries in return. <laughs> Hey, hey, we know that this is the value of protecting your child's <laughs> life. A small order of our french fries. <laughs> Nearly a month after the recall, one more child suffocated to death from the toys. Despite the final death, the recall was considered a success. Oh, wow. Okay, so that is the um that's the metric, it, metric of success. The families of the deceased settled and were compensated with an undisclosed amount of money. So that's sad. Seven, seven orders of fries. The movie starts with a dead child, and mm-hmm. the movie's legacy Caused continues to be dead children. So yeah. um, that's a bummer, and now it's a part of our podcast. So do we have anything more I, to say about child death? Yeah. Um, I personally... Are you opposed I, I to child death? Been... I'm opposed to it, yes, okay. uh, personally. Um, but do you think that, I don't know, it may have been kind of a spit in the eye where it's like, hey, return these toys. Thank you for your toy return that could have killed your child. As our apology, <laughs> here is a French fries. I think the idea was like they paid for this. That like The price of the toy is built into the, the price of the right. Happy Meal or kids meal burger meal whatever burger i know but, it. I, but it, that's just like such a their margins have neither increased or decreased by giving them fries so it was like the executives like okay we have a problem here yeah these toys are killing kids we have to apologize some way what's the what can we do that's the bare minimum that will not decrease our margin our profit margins how about make a toy that kids aren't going to choke on and give them that instead ah, too much work how about how about a French fries? <laughs> how about a French fries? Um, Last time I ate Burger King, I went to the hospital. <laughs> well, wait, is that true? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I got food poisoning. Oh, okay. That's very cute. Um, Clint, mm-hmm. I had chicken fries. We know what both of us thought about this movie, but I am kind of curious what the rest of the world thought about this movie. Um, do you happen to have any hot takes from online for me? Congrats on the best transition you've had so far <laughs> into this segment. Thank you. But yeah. I'm... Wait, uh, I want to mention this really quick. This sound effect, I we've uh-huh. gotten so far into the show that I feel like maybe some people who listen now did not hear the episodes where we introduced this tiny little plastic oh, yeah. thing. And I just want to say that there's a reason our sound effects sound so crappy. It's because I bought this at Target for $6 and it is a little plastic thing that's a sound machine on it. it has pictures and there's a picture of a spring and when we're doing hot takes from online i hit the spring button mm-hmm. anyway that was our attempt to become like iCarly. so <laughs> we're uh, very similar we, to iCarly. here we are i would say they're our spirit animal of podcasts mm-hmm. um but here uh, at, at purely nostalgia uh purely nostalgia inc uh we have a segment called hot takes what that means is that i go on typically it's me yeah, uh, go on IMDb and look at the user reviews and ratings of said movie and try and pull my favorite. So um, right now I have a review from Jughead underscore Pons and Jughead underscore Pons gives it a 10 out of 10. Mm. And uh, the title is Mewtwo is evil and I am emo. So <laughs> <laughs> that's there's amazing. that. Um, 
the review says, I cried like a little emo baby after watching this movie. Mewtwo is so mean. He creates clones of Pokemon, turns them evil, and try and kill everyone. Pikachu is so cute, he is my favorite. Mew is the hero of the story. Disagree. This movie is also really funny at some points. The evil, quote-unquote, Team Rocket returned to help Mewtwo with destruction. Uh, But the most emotional scene is when Mewtwo turns Ash into stone and all the Pokemon start to cry to bring him back to life. Mm-hmm. After I watched this movie, I dyed my hair black and listened to my Hawthorne Heights and My Chemical Romance CDs while trying to pair, trying on a pair of my sister's pants. I love Pokemon, the first movie. If you want a good cry, watch it. So, I think they got a little silly with it at the end. I think so. But Are we there, emo now? Is our podcast emo, emo now? So, that is not a statistical outlier. There were several several themes in uh, hot takes. I, I read through a lot of the reviews and a, a common theme was like, I'm an emo child and this oh. made me cry. So I don't know if there's like a subreddit where you can only watch this if you're an emo. Um, I took 23 in me and I'm not an emo. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, I guess I can't watch it, but uh, I did anyway. Just don't, just don't tell them. I'm not emo. I'm an Aries. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm a Scorpion. Is that one of them? Uh, Scorpio. Oh, okay. Funny. That's funny. Um, so this next one comes from Connor. And, Wait, can you say uh, your uh, your Scorpion again? Yeah, I'm a Scorpion. I thought maybe you would have a uh, scorpion sound effect. Yeah, but... you thought wrong, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, this one, this next review comes from Connor. Nice job, Connor, snagging that user. Uh, but he gives it a 10 out of 10, and the title says, cool. <laughs> so uh, this was an excellent movie, especially for the 5 to 20 age group. 5 uh, to 20? 5 to 20. I would say um, that's accurate. Which is a generation Uh <laughs> But uh, it it says, I, if I go for age 5 to 20 age group, I don't care what anyone says. Pokemon is great and not just for babies. Mm. So, which uh, 5 to 20 is above a a, a babies. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's Connor's opinion. Uh, This next one comes from El Diablo and El Diablo Satan. (laughs) Oh, oh no. Satan does watch this. Satan gives it a 6 out of 10. Uh, and just the review here, it says, this movie is a hodgepodge of... This movie is as hodgepodged as the critters it is about. Whoa. So, Wait. This was somebody's grandmother reading this. These critters running around on screen. This little like yellow boy, is he a mouse? Because his tail is all squiggly. I don't He's get it. a little it. yellow fella. So uh, the final review that I'm going to read um, comes from Movie Addict, mm. 2016. I bet this person has an informed opinion because they're addicted to so, movies. What's interesting is this says Movie Addict, 2016. 2016. This mm-hmm. review was written in 2003. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're choosing their time of death. I don't. I don't know. I think I they were planning to run for president in 2016, in and 2016. we we know how that worked out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Pokemon go to the polls. Yeah. So, um, yeah, clearly didn't work out for. Her. But movie Unless addict. Unless this was written by Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump. I don't know. We'll determine it. Yeah. Uh, it says four out of ten, uh, and their title is looked over by the Academy yet again. Um, <laughs> it says Pokemon: The First Movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, is not exactly low one hundred material for IMDb, but it's pretty bad. I guess kids would like it if they like the show, but you have to be a pretty diehard fan. I guess that that's why it's on the low one hundred. My plot. Wait, no plot, no good characters, no interesting parts. Well, maybe some quote unquote original parts, but nothing great. I like what I think they really ruined this film with the awful Pika Pika, whatever intro, some lightning creature, and a bunch of Pokemon Man. Mm. Otherwise, I feel like this film would have. Hold on. Otherwise, I feel like this film would have an average rating of 4 instead of 3.3. And then it says 1.5 stars, John Ulmer. <laughs> John Ulmer? Yeah, 1.5 stars, John Ulmer. That's the person's name? I don't know. They are Movie Addict 2016. But they said 1.5 out of 5 stars, John Ulmer. Okay. So. Gotcha. I guess um, they gave away their nom de plus by well, <laughs> having a, a sign off. That was hot takes from online. So I think it's time we put this bad boy through the gauntlet of our three questions that we ask about every movie that we cover on this show. The three questions are, is this movie good for kids? Is this movie good for adults? And does it stand the purely nostalgia test of time? Which only Mm -hmm. Clint will be able to answer because I had not seen it previously. So let's start with the first one. Is it good for kids? What do you think? I, I'm I'm fifty fifty on this honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think no. I don't think it's. Good I don't for think kids. so either. Yeah, because it's um, it's trying to be all like intellectual and like the kids aren't going to be able to grasp whatever ideas it's trying yeah. to communicate. But it's really not even that fun for the most part. They they just all the kids are here for is just to see the colors and see if they have a seizure or not. Yep. But uh, see if they yeah, choke on this it, toy. Uh huh. But, uh, yeah, that didn't happen, so I'm, I'm going with a no on that. Yeah, it's not that often that we say no for the first question, but I think this right. is pretty clearly a no for me. Um, is it good for adults? I'm saying no again. <laughs> I I am going to be 50-50 on this one. Okay. Um, and I say that because it is good for adults that have nostalgic emotional attachment and that alone. But that is not an answer to the question, though. <laughs> Okay, but if we're going to, you know, have three bullet points below the question, are we going to say, is this good for adults that have never seen it before? But I think the point of these questions is trying to figure out, trying to separate our nostalgia from the the actual quality of the movie and figure out if if it's actually good. So, in my opinion, I don't think you can take that into account. I, I'm, I am going to in in this. You know, instance, I'm going to recuse myself from this question because I honestly do not think that I can separate myself <laughs> from the nostalgia factor of this and determine if it was good for adults. I don't you're think just, that I can do that. With you're this. just trying to get out of jury duty based on your religious beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. Fair enough. Well, if that means that my answer for that one is the only one that counts, then I'm saying no. So Okay. Fair. Um, for the first for the last question, I'm also going to not participate. I'm gonna leave this one up to you. Does it stand the test of time? This one I am gonna say yes to. What? How? For for the most part, 
it is a yes. How, explain yourself. It, it stands the okay. It stands the test of time past uh, the nostalgia factor for me. I still got enjoyment out of seeing it. I'll be honest, and I didn't. I didn't like it because I was like, "There's all my old friends back again." Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I did get enjoyment out of it, so I'm gonna say yes. All right, I won't fight Only you so anymore. We don't have to send us to hell. You just don't want to send this movie to hell, huh? Yeah, I don't want it to go to hell. I uh, really, so. really thought this movie was going to hell, but I guess it's not. So, well, I gotta respect in your the mind, system. It does go to hell. Yeah, but that's not how it works. So this movie gets to stick around and. Sit in. It, it walks. It yeah. just walks. It walks. It leaves the gymnasium. Get out of here, Mewtwo. Get out of here, uh, Pokemon Colin Mewtwo. With the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back the, in the Seattle. Pokemon, the first Strike Back where Mewtwo is being in a movie now is what it's called. Yeah. Also, there's a character called Mewtwo. Isn't that great? But yeah. Um. So uh, one out of three. One out of three. All right. It sticks around. Um. Let's announce what we're doing next on the show. So we've we've talked previously about how a there's a lot of double feature. Oh yeah, we are doing a double feature for the first time ever. We've talked a lot about how there's a lot of nostalgia-based movies coming out in theaters right now, um, and you know there's one of those in the Megaplex right now. It's called Aladdin, and it's mm-hmm. about a boy who steals some stuff. He uh, finds a genie, and the genie tells him how to marry a princess, and they get married. So. We um it's a very, you know, <laughs> abrupt way to talk about it. It's, he tells him how to marry a princess. It's based on an anime shun movie from mm-hmm. from a while back, from before we were born. It was ninety two, I believe. Let's so, look her up. Um but because there are so many movies on the docket for this year, we decided to just combine uh both the animated movie and the live action remake into one episode for our show did you confirm what year it was yep 1992 nice um so yeah we're gonna cover both movies in our next episode not sure exactly what that will look like but it should be a fun time yeah it's probably gonna look like a venn diagram yeah uh basically comparing the old one to the new one and then finding in the middle yeah Uh, i cannot confirm that that's how the format's gonna be but um you know, just looking at it logistically, that that may be the closest. Um, have you seen this movie yet, the new one? I have. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah, I you saw, saw it before I, me. I forgot. Yeah, I saw it when it came out. Okay, yeah. We won't say anything more about our opinions of it just yet, but uh, we've both seen it at this point. Uh, I'm going to try and rewatch the, the old one within the next Same couple season. weeks. So, Yeah, it'll be a fun time to talk about the boy who has been an anime shun boy and a skin boy as well, so... Mm-hmm. A skin fella. Um, a skin fella. Uh, let's talk about our social media. We did have to shut down our Etsy account. <laughs> I had to pay money to close it out. <laughs> because we were in debt to Etsy. Would that have just kept going up if we'd left it open? I, I think so, yes. Um, <laughs> apparently, if you don't sell the stuff... Um, Etsy puts a premium on those. Yeah. And you now owe them money. So uh, I had to pay back my blood debt to Etsy in the sum of a dollar and 60 cents to close out my account. Um, which, which is fine because we had um, like made so many millions of dollars from that account. So it really correct. was kind of So if that's the us. tax we're having to pay on it, that's not too bad. So sorry for now, you cannot buy anything from our Etsy store. 
but we do have a Twitter account. It's called Purely Nostalgia. Um, and then we are on Instagram at Purely Nostalgia Pod. Um, I am on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith. And uh, yeah, and I'm also on Twitter at Clint J.H. Page. J.H. stands for Jazz Hands. I'm also on Letterboxd to that username. Oh, well. yeah. He's on that, and I am too, and it's the same for both of those. So do that and go watch our accounts on your screens that you hold in your hand with your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Go watch our accounts on your screens that you hold in your hand with your phone. These little computers things, man. So you just put a computer in your pocket, you pull it out, Kids, you can... You know, looking at their phones nowadays. It's crazy. You go and you watch a movie on a little phone computer now, and it's like... I want you taking a dump. Yeah, you can <laughs> freaking watch a movie while you poop now, and that is crazy. So that's what was a note we want to end our episode on. Yep. We're so appreciative of all of you. Like and subscribe. Write us a review on iTunes. And uh, that'll do, Donkey. So we will see you bassoon. And it's going to ask for a list. Brother, my brother, tell me what are we fighting for? We got to end this war. Never begin, we can try, brother, my brother. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the things that we did as kids. Nope, nope, you're not doing it. Welcome Welcome to Purely Nostalgia. What did you do with your eyes? You did, you were like, you sat here and you just were like, Welcome to Purely Nostalgia. <laughs> I was you rubbing waited until itchy. you started talking. Were, Is that like itchy. a nervous tick that you have? No. You're itchy? You have itchy eyes? I have itchy. Yeah, I do have itchy eyes. I mean, it's May, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So don't don't make fun of me. Don't bully me. <laughs> as I'm trying to start our podcast. Okay. Cyberbullying. Crystal hat on. <laughs>